0: This is a podcast from the Queen City Podcast Network.
1: Zillow has recently named Charlotte as the number one hottest housing market for 2023. While higher mortgage rates and affordability challenges have resulted in a slight cooling of demand, this has also led to a drop in home values from their peak last summer. Despite this, Charlotte is still expected to experience steady growth in home values, albeit at a slower pace than an impressive 11.8% rate of 2022. So for potential buyers, sellers, the question arises, should you seize the moment or wait it out?
0: My investors um, have popped back up in the market. They were kinda gone for six months or so. As soon as the news came out, they're ready to buy single-family homes.
1: Fortunately, we've consulted with reputable Charlotte realtor and mortgage banker to provide expert advice on what steps to take next. I'm Alex Elich, and this is the Charlotte Newsmakers podcast. Here with me today, I have Charlotte Realtor, Kirsten Robinson, and mortgage banker Jordan Yawn. Thank you guys for joining Newsmakers Podcast. Really appreciate it. We'll get to kind of the, the hot topic right now. A couple of weeks ago, Zillow came out with this, you know, big fancy list with some you know data backed behind it saying that our very own Queen City is the hottest real estate market um right now what what did you guys both make of that we can start with you Kirsten were you shocked by that or were you like oh no that that was to be expected
2: I I think it's uh it's actually what a lot of us in the industry have been have been saying and I feel like a lot of uh you know people think that we just want to want to put out the best um the best news and always be encouraging to clients. um, And, you know, can sometimes be a little bit doubtful of that the general public can. Um, So so I think it really just kind of backed up what we all already knew. But it was also awesome. I mean, out of the whole country, that's pretty amazing for us to be, you know, poised as number one for this year. Um, And I think it's what it's done is shown people that what we've been saying, you know, it's, Prices are not looking to crash here or anything of that nature, actually the opposite. And so um, I've seen it really make a shift in people's urgency is coming back that, you know, they are ready to make moves, um, because I think a lot of people were kind of waiting and hoping that things were going to go down. And now that's given validation that that's that's not what's going to happen.
0: Honestly, same feelings for me. We we talk about it in the industry all the time, especially in the Charlotte market being a mortgage maker, I'm licensed in a few markets and, uh, Tennessee, South Carolina, North Carolina. Um, and it's just kind of see around the North Carolina state, but Charlotte itself, you know, our average client, that's not, you know, if you were already living in Charlotte, you know, obviously you understand what the market is, but you know, majority of my clients are transplants from California, Washington, New York, uh, Ohio randomly. Um, we just have We have a lot of volume of people coming in that still make, you know, West Coast or New York money, but they're moving to the Queen City um, because, I mean, if you kind of look at our city, it's you – know, Charlotte's the biggest city I've ever lived in, so you know, Charlotte's big time to me. But it's a lot of people that come from these really big cities where there's just a ton of liquidity liquidity in general just in the market, um, and they come to Charlotte, and they're so impressed. You know, these clients that move from Silicon Valley wherever – they're still making that kind of money and moving here. Um, it really says something about it because, you know, they don't have, um, you know, they don't have terrible taste, I guess, if you will. So it's it's really neat to see and hear about other markets. But, um, you know, I know there was a, a tad slowdown in the winter because that's just kind of how the seasons change. But it really never slowed down like you would think it would. Um, you know, your average person is like, oh. How's the real estate market looking? You know, they kind of look with their, you know, look of disdain on their face, and I'm like, guys, the, the real estate market is unfortunately it's not waiting for anyone because rents going up, um, and home prices, and you know, a lot of the good homes, and yes, you know, it's more Kirsten's laying than mine, but you know, a lot of the good homes, there's still very few days on market, um, and multiple offers. Um, there's something to be said about that, especially where rates are where they are right now.
1: What I found super interesting just in the research that I did, these sort of hotspot markets, uh, such as Austin, you know, a few places in Florida, just because similarly to Charlotte, you know, the net in migration had increased like crazy, but now it's almost getting too expensive. Do you all think that's going to happen to Charlotte, or what sort of do we have the fundamentals to really continue this? hot housing market. Kirsten, I'd be curious to what your thoughts are about that.
2: Our our numbers have grown so much so quickly over the past couple of years. People tend to be a little bit surprised when they do come from some of these larger cities, um, you know, and they expect, oh, like Charlotte, North Carolina, and they hear about the affordability, which our taxes definitely are compared to a lot of those places. Um, but people, people actually have been a little bit surprised the past few months, year um, of where we've grown to uh, and the prices are a little bit higher than I think they're expecting to find. I think that what we've seen the past two years, I mean, that's absolutely not sustainable (laughs) for it to stay that way. Um, So, I mean, we're talking, you know, 10, 15, 16% um, year over year increases in prices. I mean, that's just not sustainable in any market. Um, So I think that's going to level out a bit. Um, as far as the it being that drastic. But you know, I think we've just got to, we've got to work on building, building more working on, you know, zoning moving quicker, um, so that more can be built. Um, And then I think, you know, you're going to see the suburbs start to start to really grow over the next several years.
1: In the current market, what really are you noticing is like the demographic? What's the appetite like in the Charlotte market? And what are folks looking for? It's
2: kind of all of the above. (laughs) Um, I mean, I I I live and work in the city a lot. Um and you know, there's there's a lot of a lot of people moving from from renting, um, and townhomes are very popular because especially if you want to be close into uptown, then the land is what's so expensive. Um and so when you, you know, with townhomes, you can build them two, three stories high and put more on, um, on a certain lot. Um, and so that's definitely a very popular product in the city for young professionals, especially, um, and for downsizers, uh, people are, you know, they empty nesters. They're like, okay, we want to be walking distance to things again now, um, that we don't have kids in the house. Um, so you've kind of got both of those demographics coming in, um, being close to the city and then, in general, I mean, a lot of it, a lot of what I see is people's jobs moving here, or they're flexible now, you know, work from home or something of that nature, um, and they want to move somewhere that's more, um, you know, less, or what they think is more affordable. <laughs> um, and then also, you know, just our our climate here. I mean, especially. From we have a lot of Jordan actually already mentioned Ohioans. We have a lot of Ohioans here, um, and in general, you know, the Midwest and the Northeast people people don't want to shovel snow, so <laughs> that's um that's a big factor here. But um, but yeah, a lot a lot of jobs and just people looking for the lifestyle that we can offer in Charlotte.
0: With every scenario, you can always you know you can always pick and find little little loopholes in each each scenario for whatever your answer is. But, you know, what what Kirsten says is correct. Um, I'm seeing a lot of empty nesters, a lot. A lot of people downsizing their kids have moved out. A lot of first-time homebuyers. I would say my average right now is a first-time homebuyer or maybe a younger couple pre-kids that are thinking about having kids or that are expecting kids. But if you look at the markets historically um, and just seasons in general, right? So – we have two little ones, but we're not school age yet. And I, you kind of notice trends in the market. So wintertime, summertime, well, that's kind of when you're, uh, your family's been moving that have, you know, school age children, because it's, you know, it's kind of tough to pick kids up and move them, you know, unless you're transplanted for work or something. So, you know, a lot of it is seasonal change as well. Um, different seasons bring different, you know, different people, different types of buyers. I'm, I'm kind of in line with Kirsten there. I'd say my average client for January, February, March pipeline, first time homebuyer to second time homebuyer expecting a kid, and then all the way up to um, empty nesters, but not much in between that. So again, people are just kind of conscious about you know, it's, it's you know the inventory right now is still not what it should be for a healthy market. I'm not touch on that's more Kirsten's space than mine, but you know it's, it's kind of hard to put a house up for sale and buy back in the same neighborhood. And you kind of guarantee it. So I kind of feel like that's it makes sense why they're not quite in the market right this second.
1: How much longer can the good times roll? Like, how much longer can we, you know, get homes at at this price? You know, the the with the median home prices um, right now for my latest research is about three ninety two. Three hundred ninety-two thousand in Charlotte currently. Do you both foresee Charlotte becoming an unaffordable place to live, or do you see this sort of trend of us being a place where people want to be because of the affordability not going away anytime soon?
0: It is kind of wild. You know, me and Kirsten see obviously very, very similar data, but but differences at the same time. She's more through, you know, in the home, talking face to face. And I'm more so in the back end is talking budgets and seeing, you know, seeing what people you're uh, making. But, you know, it's funny. I'm getting less and less surprised about what a 23-year-old can make in Charlotte right now. <laughs> it's kind of kind of wild that I'll have 23-year-olds close to six figures and, and, and great for them. You know, with the jobs and the companies that we have moving to Charlotte, the good thing about Charlotte <clears> – <throat> is you know it is the banking capital it is um you know, there's there's so much growth here and there's so much future growth here um and the proposed plans I'm I'm on a, a zoning board in Mecklenburg County and some of the stuff that we have coming kind of kind of crazy but the wild thing is you know the job market um if if you just look at Charlotte's job market in general and I'm I'm not the guy that keeps up with you know the Charlotte job market but you know if this anything other than, you know, when our government puts stats out, but the Charlotte job market, those jobs that are, you know, the big banks, the consulting companies, the um, accounting firms we have, they're not afraid to pay for employee retention and quality. You know, when you have companies like that, that are, they're as big as they are for a reason because they keep the best talent and they're not afraid to pay to play, if you will. Um, that really does drive up the affordability um, crisis that we kind of have here because you, you kind of see it, people talking about it. You know, if you're below the poverty line, it's hard to find a home in -hmm. Charlotte for under 300, if you will. Uh, I'm not saying it can't be done, but it's just that you just see very few of them. And I think Mecklenburg County is trying to do a good job of kind of trying to solve the, or at least brainstorm ideas for affordable housing. I know there's a, a few planned developments coming through that have already kind of started that uh, you know, are part of the Charlotte affordable housing projects. And um, you know, you've got to be a first-time home buyer have to meet certain income criteria. You can't be an investor, you can't make too much money. You know, there's stipulations to move in these neighborhoods. The fact that the city realizes it, you know, probably means that, you know, the rest of the market is kind of a lagging indicator upon, you know, what we're actually gonna be able to do, but um, at this rate, you know, for your average income, your teacher salary and stuff, it is it is going to get tough to buy. Uh, in my opinion, uh, I think it's kind of already there with rates, are where they are, and, and potentially impending recession coming.
1: It's so tough because you know how how do we solve that? And I was. Um... You know, worked worked in in TV news here in Charlotte for the while a while and attended, you know, many a city council and in zoning meetings where, you know, heard firsthand the the concern um from a lot of our city council members about affordable housing and in the lack of affordable housing and and how do we we solve this problem? And again, I, I know this is a lofty question for both of you, but would be curious. I mean, is this a discussion that you have with y- your colleagues in the business? And if so, you know, how would you advise going about trying to solve this problem? Again, I'm, I know that's so lofty being like, how do we solve this problem? I mean, that's a question. <laughs> I mean, millions of people in different municipalities are trying to figure <laughs> out, right? But, um, you know, just, sure. just, curious, just being again, just like boots on the ground and, and both of you sort of interacting with the community. Would you have any Input or ideas on maybe how to to help.
2: It's it seems really like it should it should be it should be simple. There's plenty of large companies that want to invest in real estate. I mean that's something that's actually has become a national crisis. Um, you know is these larger property management companies buying up single family homes um, and holding them as rentals, and you know that begs the question. Well, if these are all starter homes that these companies are buying, then how are there going to be any starter homes left for people to purchase themselves? Um, so I think regulation on those things and shifting, you know, if the investments could just be shifted to to buying things that are, you know, income capped, I mean, that not that that helps you know, for people that are trying to purchase, but at least for rentals, um, because I mean, the rental market is, you know, that's the major problem for affordability when your rent prices are going up and then there's not enough inventory of homes for people to buy at those lower price points, then people literally don't have anywhere to go. Um, so I think they could focus the efforts a little bit better between the companies and the government also getting government to move on things <laughs> is like mm-hmm. snail's pace always. So I don't know. I don't know how well that will actually come to fruition, but you know, if the, if there could be kind of a partnership there um, I think that's, that's where we could find some sort of solution.
0: I like that. You know what else you'd be surprised actually I got two big points. And I'd love to say that one of the bigger ones here is my idea, but I'm, I'm, I'm taking this for someone else. So, first one, you'd be surprised how many people I talk to a week that call that their first-time home buyers, right? Or, or maybe they're they're maybe they're retiring or downsizing. You really would be surprised at how many people, you know, kind of kind of go through. We start talking about numbers, and so anybody can anybody can run a loan application and and do the job. That kind of is what it is kind of trying to get to the root of your clients and find out okay what's comfortable I, I know you pay x for rent but what's comfortable because at the end of the day you want to make sure that on a friday afternoon you can go to I almost said zach's hamburgers r.i.p um yeah you can go somewhere and get a hamburger um, and a drink somewhere and not feel too pressured about it and which is already kind of hard to do in a market where everything is rising And money doesn't grow on trees, Um, you know, gas is going up, rates are going up, your short-term rates are going up, rent's going up, everything's going up. But um, you really would be surprised at what type of programs are out there um, to put someone in a home. And, you know, we'll see it all the time, people coming in, paying $2,400 a month in rent, you know, split between two or three people. Um, You know, a lot of people don't realize they can come in and buy these homes and have roommates. To come in and help pay rent, just like they're paying for their they're paying their landlords, and kind of do the exact same thing. And you you really would be surprised at what you could actually be approved for and really stay in your budget. Now, number two, if you think about, like I know when I was in in college, um, you know the the house I grew up in, such um, you know kind of that was like my standard for a home, and it it wasn't you know it wasn't the Taj Mahal, um, far from it. But when I moved to college, I instantly moved into an apartment complex that had granite countertops, all stainless, a pool, a really cool view. People came and picked our trash up at the door. I mean, I was living, the. you couldn't tell me anything. I had granite countertops. I'm only for Formica and a double-wide to granite countertops. You couldn't tell me anything. But if you look at majority of the um, apartments in South End or even... um, even in Concord, in downtown Concord, they are building some of the most modern apartments that I've seen in years. These things are $1,900 a month for a two bedroom, 610 square foot or so. Um, I'm kind of ballparking on the square footage there, but insane granite countertops, these really nice, trendy backsplashes, and the toilets are. You know, toilet to me looks like a toilet, but these toilets are just super fancy, modern looking toilets. Um, But the entirety of these apartments are, I mean, it is really just, you're living, like these are nice. But what happens to your average 23, 25, 26 year old, they get out of college, they get their apartment, they're paying, they're already strapped for money because we've all been there, right? And they're paying $1,900 a month in rent, but they get cafe appliances and stainless steel and granite and a pool. But then you start looking at the housing market and you see, okay, this is not, because it's hard to go into the mindset that this is my forever home. Um, this is my first home, but you go into the mindset thinking I have all of these amenities right now renting. I don't want to buy a house less than, and my friends won't see me, you know, kind of doing X, Y, and Z on my nice countertops and kitchen. So it almost, you know, your your first time homebuyers are almost set up for failure because of expectations alone, um, and you can't even blame them for it because the amenities they're getting for, you know, for wh- what they're paying is is great, but man, you kind of move to an affordable house with rates are where they are. It's kind of tough.
1: When we come back, advice from our experts, Charlotte Realtor Kirsten Robinson and mortgage banker Jordan Yawn for new home buyers and sellers. This is the Charlotte Newsmakers podcast.
0: Where do you turn to stay in touch with the city around you? Broadcast news isn't what it used to be. Commercial radio doesn't scratch that itch. If only there was one place you could get it all, when you want, wherever you want, on your schedule, there is the Queen City Podcast Network. Listen to your city on your schedule at QueenCityPodcastNetwork.com and everywhere you get your podcasts.
1: with everything going on and all this uncertainty what would be each of your advice to buyers and then sellers kirsten we'll we'll start with you if that works
2: you know for for buyers i mean it's really you know charlotte charlotte is on a track for growth with no no end in sight yeah. and so you know while the rates are a little bit higher right now you also have to consider that you know if a five hundred thousand dollar home today is going to be five fifty, you know, a few months from now, next year, whichever, and the likelihood of it going down from where it is now is extremely, extremely low. And so, while while the rates are are you know inflated a bit at the moment, you can lock something now and then change that rate. Once those adjust in a few months or a year, um, that home price is never going to go back down. Um, so you're always, you know, the, the saying of, um, buy real estate and wait, Um, instead of waiting to buy real estate, because, you know, the longer you're in it, the more it's going to grow, the more equity you have, the more, you know, you build your potential to be able to buy something that's your dream home um, down the road. And so, you know, it's really just the sooner that you can be invested in real estate is always the better. And the rate you can always adjust down the line. Of course you don't want to get into a home that you can't afford the payment right now. That's number 1. Um you want to be comfortable with where that's at, but those prices are going to continue to go up and up. Um so even if, you know, the rates are lower, you still missed out on the better price, you know, just by just by sitting on it for longer.
1: I bought a house um at the end of 2021 And the first house we saw was in the, you know, Sedgefield, Montford, like Madison Park um, area. And I mean, the house literally before it was even on the market had offers. And when I heard what those offers are, I'm looking at this house. I'm like, this house isn't even worth that price. Like it was just insane. But now, obviously, I mean, I hope sellers are kind of having to come back down to earth. Do you think, Kirsten, it's still a good time for them to sell, or should they wait until something adjusts to to get the more bang for their buck?
2: It's funny because uh, with the start of with the start of twenty twenty three, and honestly, I think that Zillow article a little bit um, the the urgency in people's desire to buy has really come back around, um, and we you know we do still have an unbalanced market as far as inventory is concerned in Charlotte. Um, So, I mean, you know, I think that people buy or sell, you need to, you know, as far as timing, you need to do it when it's right for you. I mean, you know, it's, there's no, there's no perfect scenario um, of, of how you time things with if you're trying to time a real estate market. Um, But I think for, you know, for sellers, buyers are buyers are coming back around the activity is back out there., um, and we're starting to see multiple offers again on homes. Um, so you know, I think if it's if it's something where you're considering making a move, um then it's still a great time to sell. Just with January, our activity has really started picking back up for sellers right now. It is important to, you know, if you're thinking about, if you're thinking about selling, or even if, even if you're just like, you know, let's, I want to maybe see what's out there and, you know, you can get your home prepared to sell. And that doesn't mean you have to put it on the market immediately. Um, But really doing that prep work and, you know, making sure that the homes, the homes that are seeing multiple offers and having the most activity right now are the homes that, are in really good condition um, and, you know, are doing all the right things to be kind of the top at the top of a lot of buyers lists. Um, So I think that's the most important thing for sellers this year is, you know, you can't the past couple of years, you've, people were able to just throw their home on the market in any condition um and now you really need to prepare it for the market have it marketed well and you know do all do all the right things that buyers are looking for
1: jordan same same questions for you what would just be your advice from you know a mortgage banker's perspective uh t- to buyers and then to sellers as well
0: from mortgage banker advice and from someone that's been in the housing market as a first time home buyer, as a repeat home buyer from all of them. Um, you know, Kirsten hit the nail on the head with, you know, you know, don't wait to buy real estate, buy real estate and wait. If you are paying $1,700 a month in rent, let's just throw that number out there, and you can get into a home and it's something that you can afford, and you are at roughly about $1,700 for a mortgage, the thought process on that. At least you're gaining equity in your home. Let's say your value does dip. Let's say it does dip a little bit. Okay. How about the car that you bought two years ago? The value in that is going to dip a lot more, I can promise. But at least your home, that's your home. You know, people have such a hard time with you know, especially first time homebuyers of the homes, you know, they'll spend a lot of money on cars, which, you know, except for the last two years, you know, they were appreciating assets almost, but um, in a normal market, you know, there's not many more depreciating assets um, more widely known than vehicles. But you know, people spend the extra money on that. But the place where you know they come home every night and rest and they have gatherings, you know, people are a little little hesitant because they worry about values going down. But at least if you can match and find something comfortable, let's say a price did go down, and they're not projected to, um, and especially with you know, the bank rate and Zillow and all these. Um articles that have came out, no one's expecting it to you. My my investors um have popped back up in the market. They were kind of gone for six months or so. As soon as the news came out, well, they're back. They're they're ready to buy single family homes. They don't care about the market. And and your average person is acting off of emotion instead of logic, which is understandable. Your your home is that's that's your home where you lay your head, it's not for profit or any of it. It's that's an emotional place. But me personally, if you can afford to buy a home and you can get into a home for relatively you know, something similar to what you're paying now or something that you're comfortable with, at least you're gaining equity on the mortgage and your appreciation in your home. You know That's $1,700 if you take that. Let's say you've been renting three years. That's 36 months times 1,700. Yeah, we can do the math later. But you've paid that much towards someone else's mortgage, and they're sitting back hanging out you have no equity and nothing to show for it. You don't even get any any um, credit on your credit report. You get zero to show for it except for, you know, you lay your head at night and you got your you got a spot to live, which is important. But at least if you can find something that and you know, there's programs to get out there that are 100 percent financing. There's there's a ton of routes out there. But mm-hmm. if you go through and make that effort and find something and get into it for a similar Lesser or you're just above that payment, it's yours to call your own. Do whatever you want with it. You're gonna, yeah. You know, especially if you're in a you know, the Greater Charlotte network. I'm no no expert here. I'm no Kirsten, and I don't have a crystal ball. Just common logic seems as many people as we have moving here a day. That when, when it got over 170 people a day, I lost count. I was, All right, y'all gotta we got to get a Twitter account to update how many people a day are moving here now, but really? uh, the market's, the market's going to keep doing its own thing. Uh, no matter what any of us do or say, it's going to keep doing our thing. And unfortunately a lot of people are going to get left behind only because myself included, why am I not buying more real estate today? You know, everyone, um, why, why are you not? Because it has a proven track record. You know, look at the past 15 years over Charlotte, but, um, yeah, for your, just your average home buyer, you know, you don't need to do any crazy investing or anything right now that you need to focus on your primary residence. If you don't have one, that is most important. Buy it. I've never heard someone that's very upset because they bought a home versus renting for sellers. You know, all I can say is there is a term in the market um, that stands true over time. Pigs get fat, hogs get slaughtered. Um, you, you can't be greedy. <laughs> you can't be greedy. Uh, it's not the market to be greedy with the greedy market was, you could, like Kirsten said, you can, just, you could just throw a house up and it sells and it is what it is. Yeah. You know, now, if you're not working with a pro, your home might not sell um, you know, comps, time adjustments. They're all changing right now. The big thing on that is if you have a life circumstance where you need to sell or you need to buy, live your life, live your life and do what you need to do for your family no one's going to time the perfect market top or market bottom. That is what it is. Just live your life and uh, do what you need to do.
1: That's awesome. Well, thank you both so much for joining us. This has been so helpful. And again, I really, the goal of this was, I, I really hope our listeners are able to, you know, take what you both said, digest it, and apply it to their own life in and, and whatever position they're in, buyer, seller, um, you know, whatever price range, um, you know, it, especially if home ownership is a goal of theirs and if if I don't mind putting you two on the spot you know if we do have a listener who does have a question do, do you mind if if we refer them to you two and and they just reach out and and ask
2: yeah i would love to absolutely
1: the charlotte community really appreciates you both and thank you so much for being on newsmakers and for your time i really appreciate it
0: thank you so much yeah.
1: Charlotte Newsmakers podcast is a production of the Queen City Podcast Network and is recorded at the QCPN studios in Uptown Charlotte. Producers are Alex Elitch, Jess Dyer, and Brian Baltasiewicz. Production manager is Taylor Robinson. If you have a story for us or a topic you think we should cover in depth, send us an email at hello at queencitypodcastnetwork.com.
0: queencitypodcastnetwork.com.